Welcome to the School of Sellers podcast, a teacher business show that is short on time, but big on action. Full-time, part-time, or just getting started? No matter where you are in your teacher-seller journey, there's something here for everyone. Making your online teacher business feel doable every step of the way. Here's your host, Erin Waters. Hello there, and welcome to a fresh new episode of the School of Sellers podcast. I am Erin, and I am so pleased to tell you that we are trying something brand new today. We have a special guest who is volunteering her store to be our first ever live store audit on the School of Sellers podcast. If you are someone who is consistently taking a look at your data and making your current assets the best they can possibly be, then this episode is for you. Let's do this. Well, I am super excited to welcome Rachel to the show. Rachel, thank you so much for being on this podcast today. We're excited to be here. Rachel's store is Senorita Creativa and Today, we're doing something a little different. We are actually going to be doing a live audit on today's show. But before we get started, I would like, Rachel, if you could just give us like a little background about how you got started on TBT and like what you're doing today, uh, that would be awesome. Sure. So this is actually like this week is actually my 10 year anniversary, which is really exciting. I figured that out a couple of days ago. So I started back in, no, I'm sorry, nine year anniversary. I started in 2013. I had been laid up with some back surgery. So I was not currently working. I was teaching Spanish at the time and I was just bored out of my skull because I couldn't work. So a friend had reached out about Diana Jump's you know, million dollar teacher article. And she was like, you should do that. You're just sitting at home. You can't work. And so I was like, okay. And so that's how it started. And nine years later, we're back working and I'm kind of doing the store. I'm not teaching Spanish anymore. A couple of years back, I became an instructional coach. So I taught high school Spanish for 11 years. And then this is my third year in a middle school as an instructional coach. So that's given me a really interesting, different perspective in education. So that's a little bit of my story. So cool. You're the second person I've talked to this week that had that got their start because of that very same article. So Deanna, if you're listening, you motivated probably more sellers than you'll ever, ever realize. <laughs> Okay, so we are going to sit down and do an audit of Rachel's store. And like I said earlier, this is the first time we've ever done something like this. So we're not really sure how it's going to translate from the screen to your listening ears, but I'll do my best to describe what I'm seeing on my end of the screen. And hopefully this goes well, but I'm really excited. So we're going to start off with a quick general audit of Rachel's store, and then we will move into a product audit. Rachel, are you ready? I am. So excited. Yay. Okay. So the way I've done this is I took a look at everything before this call. I'm going to walk you through it, but I've made kind of some notes about three things for each 
part. So three things that I think you're doing well with your store, three things that you might want to think about changing or improving for your store. And then we'll do the same thing for the product. So I am on Rachel's storefront and right away, my very first impression was I love the colors. It is the, it's like a rainbow theme, kind of like a rainbow watercolor neon combination. And it is just beautiful and eye-catching. So I think that right off the bat, Rachel, your store gives a very warm, welcoming vibe. And I also love that you've used a photo of yourself for your store photo, because I think that just makes such a stronger connection than using just the logo. So love the first impression. And that wasn't even a part of my notes. That was just (laughs) something to lead into it. But one of the things, the first positive thing that I have in my notes that I was just really amazed by was your quote box. So as you know, as a seller, you have this quote box that is one of the first things people see when they go to your storefront and you have the ability to make it animated. And you can get pretty fancy these days with how you structure your quote box. And Rachel, yours is one of the best quote boxes that I have seen in terms of grabbing my attention. Rachel does a really nice job of showcasing certain products in her store, but along with the products, she has the actual testimonial, like a snapshot of the feedback from a teacher that floats up next to the resource. And I thought that was really cool because I know that I am huge on like word of mouth recommendations. So reviews are really important for me as a buyer. So I think that is really cool that you did that. And then as we also know about the quote box, you are able to link it to something in your store. And Rachel has used her opportunity to create a call to action for not only for people to follow her, but also to check out her bundles. So Rachel, I like that you chose bundles as that focus, because I truly think that's where you're going to get the most bang for your buck as far as TBT is concerned. Yeah. So I think you're doing great there. And then I wanted to work my way down. I'm kind of just, when I do these audits, I like to take the journey that a buyer might take. So let's pretend I'm just checking out your store for the very first time. I also was captivated by your custom categories. I think that this is something a lot of sellers struggle with because, you know, we don't really, there's not a ton of guidance and, you know, wisdom as to what to do to make these categories really stand out and really do their job. But what Rachel has done is make it really easy visually to see how her products are organized. So she has chosen to use emojis as like her little bullet points. And then there's also a horizontal line that separates each section of categories. So for example, I see like a games section and each of those games is bulleted by a little dice emoji. And I love that. Love that. Now on the flip side, I would say that this is kind of a lot of custom categories. So you might start to lose people due to how specific these are. Mm -hmm. But again, that's not necessarily, that's not like a deal breaker. And the way that you've structured it almost makes it balance. The, The number of categories are balanced out by the way that it's visually easy to Mm -hmm. find things. So I wouldn't necessarily say to change that. I would just keep it in mind. I definitely wouldn't add any more categories, but I think that you've done really a really nice job with the ones that you have. Okay. Thank you. Yes. And that's something I know I personally have to work on. That is not 
a strong point in my store. So I think that using emojis or even like the icons, like the black and white icons that you can use are really helpful for separating all of that out. Now let's take a look next, just at your general covers. I know that Rachel, you have been in the process of updating some of your resources and I imagine that includes the covers. So would you like me to look at your, we'll take a look at the resource that you sent me in a moment, but is there in terms of covers, is there a specific cover style that you want me to focus on? So the, the featured, those four featured covers, that's what I'm moving towards. So I guess if you, and I mean, that is one of the ones that I had sent you was in that new style, Mm -hmm. but feel free to take a look wherever you would like. (laughs) Oh no. I, okay. I love, I know. I love knowing what you're going for. So in your store, the four featured items with past tense, those are the ones I'm looking at. Correct. Okay. So I love the use of real photographs on your covers. I think that's almost a must have these days, unless, I mean, and also a very convincing mock-up if you can't get the actual photograph. And I actually, I can't even tell from the thumbnail size if it's a mock-up or a photograph, which means that you've done a great job either way. <laughs> so here because um, they are mock-ups. Okay, good. I know it's hard yeah. sometimes to get it just right. So yes. I, I really like it. My one piece of feedback for these covers would be re- regarding the photos would be to maybe zoom in a little bit on <laughs> two of them. The ones that feature kind of, they're zoomed out instead of zoomed yes. in. I would probably try to zoom in just a little bit. And I know that you can zoom in if you're looking on your phone or computer, but you might as well make the best use of that space as you mm-hmm. can. And you can still get, I know it's really tempting because there's so many beautiful elements to some of our mock-up images, but I think you could still squeeze in some of those mm-hmm. as well. You might even just think about making the worksheet sizes a little bigger. I don't know how that would work proportionally for you. Right. And then the other thing I was going to say about these covers is that I am a huge fan of black background and white text or vice versa. I love the contrast. So I think you've done, you've nailed it. Like these are really easy to see from a smaller size, but the supporting text where it says like puzzles or bundles (laughs) is really hard to read for certain words, if especially like the longer ones. So I would just maybe think about, I mean, I think you could maybe keep that text, but I would almost say to either also make it solid white. So it stands out really well, or just play around with the different types of contrast. I just worry about teachers not being able to see that word. And that word is so important on all of your covers. So just something that I would consider. But I I will say I do like the contrast between like the blocky text that you've chosen and then more of like a cutesy font. I know it's really hard to find like cutesy fonts that are cute and readable. So Mm -hmm. I would just play around with different ones. Then I was my last piece of feedback for this. And this is kind of like a a catch-22. Nine times out of 10, I would say that including your logo on your cover images is just not necessary. It's it's taking up space. It's no one's actually going to see it and like zoom in to like see whose store it is. And they can already look at your listing to see what, what store they're looking in anyway, right? But 
I think yours might be the exception. Like I love that it's the exact same rainbow stripes as your profile picture. And I could see it becoming a really recognizable piece of your brand for forever. Like even just having that little rainbow circle on mm-hmm. certain parts of your product. So I actually would keep that. Okay. I really like it. it. I've been yeah. kind of wrestling with that. So I appreciate that input. Okay, TPT sellers, quick note for all of my friends out there who love to geek out over their TPT business with other sellers. I would love to personally invite you to join School of Sellers Ignite, a work club that is open to any and all TPT sellers. Ignite is the first membership of its kind designed to not only deliver monthly challenges with prizes, but also provide space and resources to work alongside other sellers. One of our main goals is to give you the community and accountability that's missing from your business life. We will have power hour work sessions, prizes for challenges, and so much more. Join today at schoolofsellers.com ignite. Yeah. And something you might want to think about too, is it'd be really cool for you to take that rainbow circle. I don't know if you already do this, but you could even remove all the text from it, but use that little rainbow circle just in certain areas. Do you know how, like, are you familiar with like Erin Condren planners? Oh, yes. <laughs> how she has, right? So she has like that little star, her little star logo that she uses. Mm-hmm. I could see you doing a really cute thing like that with your rainbow dot and just, I don't know, like in an email signature or just anywhere where you might want to be like, hey, this is Rachel. I want you to recognize that this is my stuff. No, I've never thought of that. That's a really good idea. So I just love it. It's so cute and friendly and amazing. <laughs> Thank you. So next, well, I want to, do you have any questions about just general store stuff? We are going to move into your specific product here next, but I wanted to give you a chance to ask questions if you have any. I don't think so. Okay. All right. Well then we are moving on. We are going to take a look at some of Rachel's resources that she has recently made over. So Rachel, I know you sent me your reading category, but then you also have the specific products. So if it's okay with you, I'm going to look at your, one of your specific products. Okay. So I imagine some of my feedback will kind of mimic some of the things I just said. So I'll try not to repeat myself. Some of the feedback I had for your newest products was the cover feedback that I just gave you. So instead, I'm going to move past the cover since we just talked about covers and take a look at your thumbnails. And I have to say that I am a big fan of Rachel's first cover in her product that she has created these thumbnails for. Her product has two different versions of a fairy tale. So it's like a fill in the blank version, it looks like, and then a version that's typed out or multiple choice themed. So I think that sometimes it's really hard to showcase two different options really well on a page, but I love the way that you've done this, Rachel. I think that you've made it like as simple as possible. And I love the green outline that you put around the two pages. It also ties in with the green of the heading in the same image. So anytime you can kind of tie together those colors really makes the product feel or the image feel very cohesive. So I think that's a really nice touch. Mm -hmm. And then to flip-flop then, I would say that the next slide, which is like a bullet list of features is probably going to be really hard to read. And again, it looks like it might even be in the same font that was on your covers. So I would strongly consider 
the font that you're using. And also, I guess if you change the font, it might be a little easier to read. So if you get something, when we are talking like really far away, not really far away, but if most teachers are looking on their phones, something just simple, like I really like, like Century Gothic, are you familiar? You're, oh, yeah. you know, that okay. So something, something like that, where it's just clean and simple to read and also can be bolded is a good option for this. But I will say, I love your use of the emoji checkboxes on this image. And the reason I like that is because it ties in with Rachel's product description on this very same listing. One of the notes I had on my feedback was that I love the way that you use these checkmark emojis in your product description. And I will get to that in greater detail here in a moment. I just wanted to show how that tied in with your image. So I just think there's maybe a little too much happening on this slide. So I would either change the font like we discussed, or I would maybe even remove your heading altogether. It says packed with resources to make teaching the preterite versus imperfect easy for you. I think that's a really valuable use of that space. And I don't think that that text really tells me anything new necessarily. If anything, I would like to see more of what's included, which is that bullet list. Okay. But I do like the photographs that you have included on that slide. And I would, I would keep both since you're listing all of the features, I would keep both of those photos. And then on your last thumbnail, I love, love, love this thumbnail. It's just a hand holding an iPad and it's showing the Google, it's like a, a Google form part of her resource. And it says digital copy of stories and questions included. That's what all it says at the top. That is the ideal thumbnail image. In my opinion, it's easy to read, easy to see, and it tells me exactly what's included. And you've also chosen a really desirable feature. In my opinion, teachers like that there's a digital option. So I think this is great. I think a lot of times where I see where teachers are showing that it's offered in digital and printable, and we'll show that on the same slide, but I think giving digital its own thumbnail is really good here. Okay. So let's see, I'm going to look through the rest of my notes, make sure I didn't have anything else regarding this part of your listing. Do you have any questions about any of this? Okay. So that bulleted list I also have in my preview on, I don't know, the second or third page. Okay. Um, It's in that same font, which, you know, now I'm thinking maybe I need to go back and change. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Second page. Okay. So you would still keep that in a thumbnail just because I know people don't always look at the preview. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Honestly, I think if you just change the font, you would be good okay. to go. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. And I, I know cha- I know a font change is a kind of a big overhaul, so I wouldn't totally stress about that, but I do think you'll find it so much cleaner and easier with mm-hmm. a different font. So if you do try it, I would love to see. And I'd be happy to, if you want to send me like a couple of things that you're thinking of too, I can tell you which one I think would be. <laughs> Okay. Awesome. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Or you can post, you can always post that stuff in school sellers too. I love getting like a, a vote on stuff. It's so nice. Always good to have that feedback. Well, and sometimes you spend so much time looking at your own products that it's like you, after a while, it's like you have no really perspective anymore. You just need that outside opinion. Definitely. Okay. So we're moving down the listing and I 
really was impressed by your description. And I'm guessing this is one of the other things that you took. I, you and I both were recently in Kristen Doyle's Profit Booster Bootcamp. So I was looking through this, obviously, with that lens, since it's so fresh in my mind. And I really like the way that you've incorporated some of those strategies. One of my favorite being the testimonials inside the product description, like the listing. Mm-hmm. I think that is such an amazing way to, again, show them something they might not otherwise see, because who knows if teachers are actually scrolling all the way down to read those reviews. Some do, some don't. But like Kristen has shared with us, this is a great way of, you know, obviously giving validation to your product, but it's also a good way to squeeze in those keywords for your description. And Rachel, I like the way that you have also bolded some of the the text that you want to call attention to in those testimonials, I think that is really effective. And it helps me to focus on each individual piece of feedback rather than having them all like bleed together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm loving having that little section in there. That one, That's new for me. And I think it's a great addition. It's so great. And I think it's an awesome thing. If you, if any sellers are at the stage in their business where they are hiring anything out to a VA, this is an excellent thing to have a VA do to currently I'm having one of my VAs go through my products to get testimonials and then using them in description. So just a little idea if you are in the market for that. Let's see what else. The final thing I was going to say is that I think that your description is, it's so obviously we feel very strongly about like wanting to fit everything in. And I think that you've done a really good job doing that without overwhelming the viewer. So, you know, I feel like it's pretty much broken into sections and this is how Rachel has done it. I'm going to describe it for the audience. So I love that you started out with a bold first sentence of your snippet. It kind of tells the person like, this is where you should start reading. This is, this is what it's all about. And then right after you include a, after that section, your snippet, you include a link to purchase in a bundle. And then after that section, that's where Rachel has included her bulleted list of what it all includes. And then you go on to describe it just in different chunks. So I like the way that you've kind of like chunked it out with different features. The only thing I was going to recommend doing is the part where you talked about it making a great emergency sub plan, I think could be a huge feature to attract people to this. So I would consider making that its own like separate heading even okay, and really drawing attention to that. And you could even, I mean, you could combine it with the next paragraph as well, but I love, I love that angle, taking that angle and really, you might even want to think about putting that in. Like, I don't know if you've mentioned anything in your preview about that. Yeah. I don't think I did. Cause that's like a huge, mm-hmm. a huge thing. And gosh, I mean, you could even market these as like sub plans for a Spanish class. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, that's just something I wouldn't change much about your listing. I, I mean, like the heading, I, I love that idea, but also just keep that in mind, I guess, for mm-hmm. like marketing, if you do Facebook ads or email or anything like that. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, but I mean, overall, it looks great. It makes me wish I was a Spanish teacher <laughs> so that I could buy some of this stuff. And I realized too, that I've totally butchered the pronunciation. I actually took several years of Spanish. So I apologize for my very English 
sounding pronunciation of your surname. <laughs> you did fine. <laughs> oh, do you have any questions or any just like last minute ideas or ponderings that are running through your head? I don't think so. You've given me some good um, food for thought for sure. So good. Okay. Well, absolutely. Well, thank you for being the guinea pig for the store audits on the podcast. And as always, if you have any questions that pop up later when you're going through like notes or anything, feel free to, to reach out and let me know. Of course. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Rachel, so much. I hope you have a great rest of your day. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.